Hi, everyone, and welcome to the GoTech Please Don't Die podcast, a show devoted to tech going and hopefully not dying. I'm Nathan. I'm Evan. I'm Matt. I'm Courtney. And I'm not sure what I just saw or if it qualifies as a football game, but Saturday was a was a ride. Well, I mean, there was a football, so I would say that it does, in fact, qualify as a football game. Sleep with the football. That means I'm at a football game. <laughs> uh, hey, want to know, baby? We won. Yeah, we won a game. I mean, we are we are undefeated going into week one. Likewise, we won, and oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, wow, I, I think we hit the episode title. Yeah. Uh, one and oh, oh. Yeah. I, I think oh. we are varying degrees oh of gosh. happy about how this game went from just, you know, happy that we have a, a one and oh record to this may be the only win we have all year. We have a lot to talk about in this episode because there was a lot going on in this game. Matt, just I want to tee you up right here. I know. In the group chat, right after the game, during the game, since the game, you've been pretty fired up about how poor the performance was. Yeah, you know me. I do. You want to elaborate on that further, bud? <laughs> oh, is that what you guys were looking for? <laughs> I thought this was more of a, more of a meet and greet. Uh, <laughs> that does explain why I'm wearing this name tag. Yeah, in your own home. Uh, so. Yeah, it doesn't even have my name on it. I don't. I don't get it. Mother and father, who the hell is this kid? Uh, <laughs> so I was really angry after the end of the game. I was mostly angry at the fact that I'm a father. I had to stay up really late to finish that game. <laughs> Fair enough. It was tough to watch. I've cooled down a lot since it's ended. I'm sure I'll just get angry all over again against SMU because Tech's going to get steamrolled by SMU. But we'll talk about that in another episode. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I, I think to to sum things up, right, the first quarter was pretty dog shit from the whole team, right? I, I mean, FIU Evan, comes out. Oh, Evan, you're not you're not taking you're not taking this moment away from me. So <laughs> we'll get we'll get to it then. I am. So I guess to surmise why I was so angry is, yeah, the de- I can't sit here and say that the defense was terrible whenever they held FIU to four passing yards or five passing yards, whatever it was. Ah, uh, four. Yeah. Don't don't get that's you just inflated their total by one yard yeah, by three feet. <laughs> so I can't say the defense was bad whenever they held FIU to four yards passing. But rushing wise, they gave up what two hundred yards? One hundred and seventy eight. Yeah, one seventy eight on the ground. And that's um, not good. That is objectively not good. And a lot of that came. A, a third of that came on one play. I, Evan's big thing was the defense played lights out. And they did my uh, right after. Yeah. After, after the first quarter. Yeah. So, obviously. Obviously. So I didn't necessarily agree with that because the most important thing a defense can do is stop scoring. And they didn't stop it when the offense was playing so poorly. So kind of switching off from the defense, the offense is what pissed me off the worst. And I know we'll touch on this later when we talk about how many times they got inside the, the 20 or the 15 and only came away with a certain amount of points. But it was so frustrating to see the defense play so hard, only for the offense to play so badly. And the offensive line frustrated me a lot. I don't know how many pressures FIU got, but it felt like way too many. They only sacked Hank twice. Right. You have the, uh, I can do the rough motion, intentional grounding. Yeah, that was really uh, that, bogus. It doesn't that, get counted as a sack, yeah. but it was a sack. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That shouldn't have been called. That, that intentional grounding shouldn't have been oh. called, but that's... 
It is what it is. We still um, won. So let's go. Instead of going through the game, the defense, awful in the first quarter, worked itself out of that, became pretty damn good by the end I of know. it. I the offense struggled at the beginning, yeah. then found their footing, lost it for the third quarter for some reason, then found it again in the fourth, at least at the end of the game. Maybe we just need to always tell Hank Bachmeyer there's two minutes left on the clock and we'll be lights out and unstoppable. Tell Cumbie that. Tell Cumbie that. Yeah, the play calling goes into it too, but let's just go offensive passing game first. Let's just talk about that, and then we'll move around the ball. Offensive passing game, how do we feel about Hank Bachmeyer in his first game? Um, He needs to clean it up. (laughs) He does. I got to fucking talk. Come on. The quarterback needs to clean up. He had 75% completion percentage. 77%. He, he, He went through his progression and found open guys took what the defense was giving to him. Yeah. We didn't throw downfield. The one time he tried, it was a terrible pass. Okay. I'll give you that. However, 77%. When's the last time a tech quarterback threw 77% in a fucking game? When's the last time a tech quarterback went to his fourth read and completed a pass check down for eight yards when, when otherwise he would have thrown into traffic incomplete or picked off. I'm I not mean, saying he's a bad quarterback. I'm saying that if we can get, yards if, is the fourth most he's get, ever had in his career. If like, we what do you want from him? Long, if we can get his long game down, he's going to be lights out well, for the season. I don't think that the long game is on Hank. I don't think he wasn't throwing down the field because he didn't want to throw down the field. I think one of the biggest issues we have right now in our receiving core with our passing game is our receiving core. They're not able to get separation. He has to do all those check down passes. The reason why the rush is able to get to him is because he has to get down to his 4-3 before he finally has someone who's not ha- does not have a defender draped all over them. FIU is not supposed yeah. to be the best pass defense that we'll see this month. Well, I say this month. It's almost the end of August. But they're not <laughs> the kind of team that, that we should struggle against in the passing game. But it felt like what everyone criticized Drew Brees of doing when he was a saint. I was like, oh, yeah, he's just checked down Drew. He just You always just end up getting the ball out to the running back. And it worked at times. It was one of the few things we had going for us. But it was either that or slant routes, and nothing else was working. Yeah, and I think I think the, the receiving core needs to do a better job of getting open. I mean... Smoke Harris was open all night. He had 11 catches on 11 targets for 155 yards. The rest of the guys, you know, there were some decent individual performances, but nobody was getting open down the field. I mean, especially like true Edwards was basically non-existent in his first start. Um, Cyrus Allen had some nice catches, including that fourth down conversion uh, in the fourth quarter. Shout out to that. Cause without it, we lose the game. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think the receiving core needs to do a better job getting open, but also, I mean, we were down to our, what, fifth and sixth string running backs. So FIU was kind of able to play the pass. So I don't think that I think that a lot of this was just, OK, we're going to take the low, you know, the short routes because that's what they're going to give us. And they're going to they're not stacking the box to stop the run because we have two true freshmen who one of whom was literally a fucking linebacker two weeks ago. And now he's a running back, right? Because Jarvis Thornton got hurt in the first half. Right. I really, really would yeah. like to see how this game was going to go if Jarvis Thornton didn't get hurt because he, he was on fire. 6.4 yards per carry in his uh, first quarter of action. My biggest gripe about Hank was one time he should have thrown a check down was on an interception. That was, that was the worst throw Hank had of the night. It, it, it was inexplicably bad. He just kind of looks pedestrian. I didn't see any plays that made me think, wow, this guy's really good. It was just very pedestrian. That's all. I'm okay with not seeing that in uh, the first game from him. I realize he's only here for a year. 
but I'm willing yeah. to give him time to to get into the system. And the same reason I, I excuse any mistake in the first quarter by him, by the defense, by anyone. Yes, it made this a closer game than it should have been, but this was the first quarter we were playing. Granted, it's also the first quarter the FIE is playing, but teams act differently at the very beginning of the game, and it takes a while, especially in the first game of the season, to kind of get into it. So that mistake, I'm glad it happened against FIU and against a team that we were able to eventually yeah, find the end just, zone again. In. It's just odd because Hank has played in a much better conference with a much better football team against much better opponents, and he's 24 years old. Played a ton of games. He also hasn't played since last October. I, I was going to say, he sat on the bench for the last half of last year. And he year. can't make his receivers get more open. That's that's the biggest concern to me, because these are the starting receivers. Like, the running yeah. game, yeah. I'm willing, I have room to be like, hey, you know, 2.9 yards per carry, but, <laughs> you know, <laughs> they basically had Daniel Adams out there <laughs> running, <laughs> you know, <laughs> hitting the hole, right? So... And in our running backs, like the backup guys, they didn't look terrible. They just couldn't make anybody miss in the hole. So I actually thought the offensive line was doing a decent job opening holes. And you really saw that on the Jacob Fields touchdown that won us the game. But like it was that you got a you got a true freshman in there who basically they can't make anybody miss. So instead of picking up six yards by dragging a tackler, they're only they're getting tackled for a two yard gain when there's a wide open hole, you know? I feel like, too, that um, one of the positions we haven't really mentioned were the tight ends. I feel like that we saw some really good momentum from them. Like, I think uh, Fields and... Yeah, Nate Jones and and Ryan Rivera, yeah. Yeah, so it's like I was was happy to see what they were doing, and I really feel like that if they can keep that momentum up, like, that would be good because there were multiple times where I heard their names throughout the night. I was like, okay, we can, you know, we need to get some of that down the field stuff worked out. But, like, hey, if the short game works, then the short game works. I'm not going to be mad about it. One tight end who fumbled the ball like a dipshit on one of 45 screenplays. (laughs) (laughs) That was very bad. That was, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... I mean, let's talk about, you know, like we I think it sounds like we disagree about Hank Bachmeyer because I thought it was a great performance. Oh, no, no, no. When's the last time we had a quarterback who we felt confident could lead a game winning drive in the fourth quarter? So everyone wants to give the excuse that, oh, he hasn't played in so long or, you know, his his vagina hurts or whatever the fuck. That's not that, that in all my opinion is bullshit. If you've played as long as he has and you've played at a higher level against better opponents, there's no excuse to go out there and be nervous. I don't give a fuck. He completed 77% of his throws for 333 yards. Like, what are finish. you talking about? Like, you let me finish. Yeah, good. So, so in the first quarter, the interception was, te- that, that was terrible. Yeah, of course. Terrible. Yeah. He threw 43 other times that night. Oh, that's fine. It, it, look, this isn't, this isn't us. It's, it's not the world versus Scott Pilgrim over here, guys. So calm down. You even got the movie title wrong. It, it just, uh, whatever. The, I didn't, I never watched it. I'm not a fucking alt girl. So anyway, I, uh, I, that really just bothered me how bad that was. The rest of the night was fine. Just a lot of pedestrian throws, nothing really vertical. And I can't blame him for that. I, that leads me to the discussion I want to get off uh, out of this discussion into the one I really want to get to, which is coaching. So whenever we're ready for that, I'm ready. Yeah, let's go talk about play calling. We mentioned it already. There were quite a few screen passes uh, set up. There was a lot of devotion to the run early in this game, especially after Thornton went out, and it really wasn't working. However, he won with a rushing touchdown. So yeah. there's that. I, I think we had, this happened to us last year, too. 
we hear Sunny Comedy air raid offense, and then we get this offense that is no, that's it. not that's as it right progressive there. as we would hope. That's it right there. So I love a good – and it doesn't even necessarily have to be air raid, although that's what he comes from. But I like rushing the football. I like that it sets up vertical passing game. I don't like screen, screen, screen. I don't like running on second and 14. I yeah. thought that that was miserably yeah. stupid, especially if Hank is as good as you guys, you two and specifically, seem to think he is. If he's that good, why the fuck are we running it on second and 14? And within the 40-yard line where like you yeah. need to pick up yards. So like Exactly. It's very, very, very Skip Holtz-ish. Skip Holtz-ish. Yep. I hate it. No, the 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 section around me um, at the fifty yard line on the um, you know the student side was basically you know in the f- early fourth quarter being like is is Skip over there like did we <laughs> like it, is Sonny Cumby like secretly Skip wearing a mask like what's going well, on? Maybe, perhaps I am conflating my frustration with the play calling and the coaching with Hank. I mean I don't think Hank's a piece of shit asshole yet. We'll see how he does this Saturday, but. <laughs> He, that one throw really pissed me off. And uh, ironically, the last time to, the last person to have as many completions as Hank did at La Tech uniform was JMR. But I think I'm conflating a lot of my frustration with bad play calling with Hank's performance because he can't, he can't call the plays. So that's why I was so upset. I just felt like the offense was incredibly anemic and that proof's in the pudding. We had 13 or 14 more minutes of possession, maybe more. Yeah. Is 38 and, minutes of possession. Yeah, and yeah, if the so. defense is going to play that hard, that elite, just for the offense to go out there, take a shit. Yeah. That sucks, man. Cause ideally it should have been Honestly, like 54 to 17. Yeah. I mean, but looking at the, looking at the like box score, you look at the yards, you look at the time of possession. I mean, we had two turnovers. They had one, right. But to barely win this game when the other team has four that's what passing I mean. parts like, like what the fuck you would expect us to have like five or six turnovers right like that's the only well, way yeah it go wasn't ahead, even Ethan. turnovers it, it felt like we got to field goal range and then we stopped trying to be aggressive because we knew yep. we could hold fiu back so all we needed was a few field goals and we'd win this one and i don't want to spend too much time talking about jacob barnes just because he was not the problem i mean going three for five in field goals you could hope for more but it felt like as soon as we hit the 40 of fiu all of a sudden we go, oh, we got a kicker, so we don't really need to score a touchdown here. We got super conservative with the play calling, and that's what ends up happening is that Tech scored 22 points on Saturday night. You take out the seven from the Smoke Harris catch and run, which never had an offensive snap from inside FIU's 40. We had, was it seven drives that had a snap inside FIU's 40, and we scored a total of 15 points off of those drives. That's That cannot happen. Yeah, yeah that's, and that is on that is on play and, call. Well, and even with the two missed field goals, that's still only that's what twenty one points on seven drives. Like that's that's not better. I don't think that our plan was to even score the touchdown at the end of the half. We got a thirty yard run that <sighs> came out of nowhere. I think we were setting up a field goal. Probably, which yeah. I, I would be happy to give Barnes, you know, uh, his shot to make up for his past sins. <laughs> but I think we're just <laughs> trying to get closer, in the end at much closer range. At much closer range. Also true. Yeah, yeah, and there were long field goals that he had to attempt. He missed from 43 and what? Like, what was the other one? Let's see. Uh, 37. Okay. So that's not exactly a missable, like... The snaps were not great. Uh, no, the snaps weren't great. Uh, shout out Griff Armstrong, you're missed. But what I had the biggest problem with, and Nathan, I think you're, you're spot on with the conservatism within the 40. Like, it, it was like we crossed the 40 and 
You just stop trying. So the drive where we're down 17, 16, and there's like eight minutes left when we get the ball. Okay. We start off with a run. Then we have complete pass, run, complete pass, complete pass. So now we're at the FIU 33. So we've just crossed with a smoke hair 16 yard pass. We're at the FIU 33 with six minutes left in the game. We've run. And again, this is like the fifth string running back, Keith Willis Jr. He gets a three yard gain. So now we're at the 30. He gets a two yard gain. So now we're at the 28. Um, FIU takes a timeout with 335 remaining. And Keldrick Moody, probably the sixth string running back, gets a two yard gain on third and five. So it's like, I get we're trying to run clock, but like you, you need that first down, like get that first down and bleed the clock down to the end of the game, right? Make them burn their final timeouts. But then we miss the field goal and it's like, okay, so what was the plan here? Like run like, you know, two yards in a cloud of dust wasn't going to get it done. We need 10 yards. Right. I think that's why I was getting so mad is, uh, it just felt like, uh, just bone boneheaded playing play call and scheming. Well, and by this point, I mean for- Hank has proven that he will get you five yards when you need five yards through the air. Like he he's proven that to me. You know, at this point in the game, he's probably like you know thirty one for thirty eight or something, right? Like something like that. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like what what's the thought process here? I, I, why do we have three offensive coordinators, Cumby and two other dipshits? Why do we have all these offensive coordinators? <laughs> it takes three fucking people to call a shitty tight end screen. It takes three fucking people to One. call a third and 14 run. I'm not expecting 2012 LaTeX Bulldogs here, folks. I'm just expecting I mean, maybe like sense. 2015 or 16 would be nice. But Fine. And, and this is the first game of the season. And I think he was better than last year, right? Yeah. Like we won this game. We didn't win this game last year. And so, I mean, I think we've gone we've gone on quite a lot yeah. at this. I just, I mean, the positive thing about Cumby, right, is we won this game, right? He did enough to win the game, and I think that that will build confidence. I hope so. Both in the team and in him, right, in his abilities. And I hope that, you know, as time goes on, and hopefully we get some running backs back, please. Because then, you know, FIU literally was sitting back waiting on long passes, and we just didn't. After the pick, we literally didn't try to push the ball downfield. And I think I think that was probably smart because, you know, we end up winning the game. But it's it's that conservatism when you hit the 40 that it's like, look, man, it's not Jonathan Barnes. It's not Matt Stover out there. Right. Like we need to we need to uh, we need to push the ball up a little bit more aggressively. Well, I know we want to get off this move to the next segment. Uh, so what is that segment? Um, Evan. Yeah. What was the atmosphere like in the stadium? Because the first thing that I noticed on the broadcast when the teams were running out of the um, the locker rooms was that FIU sideline was on fire, like really hyped up, like with the energy all night. And I didn't see that from Tech sideline. I I mean, also like you can't uh, really see yeah, the, the broadcast the stadium. Yeah. Um, so I just was curious, like from your perspective, since you were there, like how was the tech energy in the stadium? Cause FIU's kind of looked pretty like, I don't know, energetic. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, um, I'll try to be real quick cause I know this is supposed to be a quick episode, but, um, basically the atmosphere I thought was better than I was expecting to start off with. There were about two completely full student section sections. Uh, students are not in session for another uh, about week and a half from the time of this game. Um, it was 98 degrees at kickoff at 8 p.m., so pretty hot. Not really a breeze or anything. Um, 
So I was impressed by the turnout. I think the announced attendance was somewhere around 15,000. Uh, it's probably closer to 12 that were actually there. But um, students all left at halftime, even though like we had just shown the first signs of life of the whole game. So I, I don't know. I can't make sense of that. Maybe but, they saw that third quarter coming. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I think like the energy mirrored the game. Right. And I think for me personally, the strangest feeling, and I haven't had this feeling about a tech team maybe since 2011, was that when the defense took the field, I felt like super confident in like the third quarter and the fourth quarter. I was like, man, they haven't like FIU has not done shit since the first quarter and they're not going to do shit because if you watch like the linebackers, like Zach Zemos, Jess Lord, Boateng had uh, some great tackle. Like these dudes were flying around, man. Like, I mean, I know Matt has a Scott power oh. thing, but like they, <laughs> they were ready after the first quarter. I don't know if that's adjustments or if they, the guys just settled in or whatever, but like whatever we schemed for in the second half, we were literally, the linebackers were reading their plays and blowing them the fuck up we've kind of heard that our linebackers aren't the strongest unit on the, on the defense. And I guess you have to shout out the cornerbacks too, because they literally allowed four passing yards the whole game, but the defense was just crazy impressive. So for me, the atmosphere was like better when we were on defense, which is kind of weird. We forced five, three and outs in a row that yeah, like should have been six. It, yeah. It should have been six, but we did. We forced five in a row. And, yeah, and that, I, that was when was I bullshit. started getting like, hype and I mean I said it in the preview I said it last week that I I was the only one that thought that we were going to come out of this looking like shit and that Matt and all of us were going to be like ready to give up hope by halftime but it was going to get better um so it's like I guess I can't be mad because like it literally the thing I predicted was what came true yeah. so and, and and Matt I know you want to jump in we are we are over time so here's what I want to do I want to do a closing thoughts everyone go around the horn do closing thoughts. If you want to name a player of the game, this would be the time. To uh, I'll just, so well, then I'll jump right in. So smoke is my player of the game. I don't know how anyone else yeah. could take it. At Conference uh, USA player of the week. Yeah. Smoke. Yeah, smoke you. was great, but I got to give us, <laughs> it's going to get a lot of traction. I got to give a special shout out to Scott power. Controversial opinion. Special shout out to Scott power for, I mean, the, it's empirical. It's indisputable. It was an elite performance. <laughs> I'm not altogether pleased with all the ru- with the rushing yards uh, that were allowed. Yeah, can't do that. But compared to last year, it was a really, really great performance by the defense. So yeah, special shout out to Scott Power and our guys uh, on defense there. But uh, the, to recap, totally, if FIU is as bad as I think they are, and La Tech only beat them because they're marginally better, that's a scary feeling. I'd like to think that that's not the case, yeah. that this was just a case of it's the first game of the season. The team's going to grow into their identity. So that's what I'm rolling with. So we'll see next week. Yeah, I mean, that that's kind of how I felt like it was going to go. Like, I, I, I felt like we were going to struggle. I know FIU was not as not good either last year. Um, so maybe it's both teams getting better. Maybe it's both teams just trying to find their ground. But I think Tech is the better team out of the two. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to give my player of the week to uh, Travis Thornton because if he wouldn't have gotten injured and taken out of the games, like I think he would have made some more like impact plays, and I'm excited to see what he's going to do for the season. Um, first quarter sucked. The rest of the game, I mean – 
there were there were mistakes made by the team on both sides, offense and defense and special teams. Again, I think more mad at play calling. Things could have been better, but I, a win is a win. I'm not mad at a win. And I think I really do think that it was just a slow start and they were trying to get on their feet. So I was happy with what I saw from the defense. I think the offense could use a little bit more improvement with the long game. But I, I mean, I think that if they could get these parts clicking together, that the, this year could be a really good year. Yeah, Evan, you want to go ahead? Yeah, I mean, I I agree with what y'all are saying. Like, I don't want to make it sound like I thought this was a great performance. Obviously, FIU is supposed to be a bottom feeder. And I, you know, I really was hoping Matt's prediction from last week was going to come true, right? That it would be like a, a nice... Oh, um, the offense could have, you know, could have performed. A nice, it would have like, been. Yeah, a nice victory lap, right? And the defense came out again of this basically starting in the second quarter and did exactly what we hoped they would do. Um, by the way, tech currently the number two defense in the nation. Don't pay attention to how many teams have played so far, but uh, number one pass defense too. what four yards. Hey. Let's go. Um, oh, wow. I'll take, I'll take what we can take. <laughs> can we get trophies made before the next game? Yeah. Off? <laughs> hey, you, you yeah. can make those. You yeah. can on the website. Yeah. Yeah. How dare you bad mouth Scott power in the number one pass defense in the nation. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot to improve on here, but like the like you said, Courtney, the like building blocks for being better than maybe we hoped or thought we would be are there. It's just like it could also all go horribly wrong this Saturday in well. Dallas. So we will see. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna give player of the game to um Willie Roberts, who barely did anything, but the very first play from scrimmage FIU said, we're going to try to air it out. And it was actually a pretty good pass, probably the only pretty good pass from uh, from Grace and James the whole game. And Willie Roberts laid out and tipped it away. Perfect defense. No way they're going to call P.I. Um, you know, so he's not really that impactful in the stat book. In fact, he had only that one pass defense as an <laughs> official stat. But if you look at his PFF grade, he's the highest ranked um, over on BTB. He's the highest ranked defender on the team with that 80.2. So that's elite level or I forget the exact levels, but it's it's, you know, not all pro level, but it's like elite level. I had I had for that, like because I took notes during the game and stuff was let's see what this defense can do. OK, well, good stop by Willie Roberts stops the long play. Cue Matt ranting about Scott Power. <laughs> and I was mad, but <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was mad, too, after that run we gave up. Like, it was like, literally, we're less than one minute into the game, and it's like, oh, great, more of this, right? And then then I kind of looked up at halftime, and I was like, how many passing yards do they have? Like, five or something? You know, halfway through the third quarter, you're like, man, they've, they've only gone three and out since the first quarter, right? Like... And, you know, me and some of the people around us, I was sitting by uh, by our, our good buddy, um, Right Field Dogs. He uh, he made it over from right field Amazing. over to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, to the to He the made Joe. it further right to the Joe. Yeah. You know, we were kind of talking and yeah, like the defense is really playing lights out right now. But anyway, I've droned on for too long. Um, best defensive performance for tech in terms of passing yardage since 1981. Shout out to La Tech Sports Central for that one. We stopped West Texas a West Texas A&M. They went 0 for 3 with zero yards in the season opener opener in 1981. So, uh, you know, it's been a while. Also, we need to get we need to get the penalties under control. That's well, we another only, just we, like side, we only had side five, effect. There. But the one that really made me the angriest was 
laid it out of bounds. That's just yeah. really stupid. Yeah, it's sloppy yeah, and that's, play. That's on like, their other touchdown that, drive too. Yeah, that, like, that's yeah. Stop, don't that's help coming them. Off the interception as well. It, there, there was a lot of frustration. There was emotion. At this yeah. that point, them coming off the next drive and making a stop was a huge turning point in this game because the defense could have been just playing angry and uncontrolled and like that one episode from the third season of Ted Lasso rather than getting it all <laughs> under control and forcing three and outs unlike Ted Lasso because it's a soccer show. But my player of the game for this one, I'm going to go untraditional just because I'm going last so I get to let everyone else pick something. It could be Justin Fields for his one catch on that final drive and then also the rush to to take us uh, into the winning column. But how long has it been since we've had a good punter? Man, it's, it's been a while. It has been a while. Yeah. Yeah. Probably 2012, been. right? I mean, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> so the punter, huh? Yeah. Blake Oceandorf. Oceandorf. Not just so I can say Oceandorf. Is it Oceandorf? I bet he'd look even better if he had Griffiths' long snapper. I think it's Oceandorf, but That's I don't works, know. Right? Three punts, 133 total yards. 44.3 average. I remember last year and, and the years prior since 2012 or whatever thinking, can we just get a punter that can average like 40? I'm tired of 35, 38. Um, he gets one for 45. If I'm remembering right, he had one that could have been downed um, that ended yeah. up in the end zone. Tough bounce, but it was placed pretty well. Yeah. His impact on this game may have been more minimal than you would think for a low scoring game, but Tech benefited from field position, but I'm excited that we have a punter that I don't feel like, oh God. Hey, special teams makes plays like got to have good parts on all, all parts of the team. Yeah. So that ending with punning, I guess, is our FIU recap. Uh, either tomorrow or Thursday, depending on how quickly this episode comes up, we'll have our SMU preview. But until then, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at GOTCHPLSDN. Wow, wow G O T C H. I'm out of my element. I'm not used to doing this in my childhood bedroom. Or head to our blog at gtpdd.dog. That is also our Instagram threads handle. And check out the shop while you're there. Yeah, it's still August when this comes out. So you can still get that Bulldog football shirt for $1 or $5 off. And you can still get it after August, but it's $5 more expensive. GTPDD.dog slash shop. It's the perfect Halloween shirt because it's very terrifying. I think so. Yeah. The silence was everyone agreeing with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, until next time, I'm Nathan. I'm Evan. I'm Matt. I'm Courtney. And go tech. Please don't dive. has it been since we've had a good punter man it's, it's been a while it has been a while yeah yeah the quote robert plan it's been a long time been a long time been a long lonely 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 time it's been a while that's referencing stained it is i've seen them in concert they are very not good <laughs>